think he, he's, uh, he doesn't really need an introduction, but, but I know Brother Parkey has a word for our God. We want you to come and just take your liberty today. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Why don't you lift your voice to Jesus right now? Why don't you lift your hands, lift your head, lift your heart? Somebody call upon that name that's above every name right now. Hallelujah. 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 I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your power. I thank you for your glory. I thank you, God, for what you're doing in this house right now. In the name of Jesus, he can touch you right where you're at right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I release faith in this house right now to receive the blessing, the miracle, the promise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. He's present today to do a miracle in this house. And why not for you? Hallelujah. Earlier this year, we had a, about 40 people came to our house for a dinner. And my, my daughter had... She does calligraphy, and so she had written out these nice little place cards for everybody and put them at their seat, and there were multiple tables scattered throughout the house where people were sitting. And as people came in, you could see that look on their eye, you know, where do I sit? Where do I, uh, is there a place for me? And it was with delight I was able to tell them, you know what, there's a place that has your name on it. Sometimes we come to the house of God, we come in kind of with that same look. Well, I, I know that God loves them and God's going to do something for them and, and they look like they belong here, but what about me? And what, what is God going to do for me today? I promise you today, if you're in this house under the sound of my voice, God knew you were coming. And maybe he sent the angels out and said, you know what, just write a little place card for them and put it at the table. Amen. And so if you'll just come to the table today and receive what God has designed and what God has desired for you, you will leave this place today knowing you've been in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Returning today to Luke chapter number 13, what a joy it is to be here. A fantastic job. Brother Foster teaching today, fantastic job, musicians and praise team. Let's just give the Lord a hand clap of thanks for them. Amen. Wow. That was amazing. That one song, I felt like I was at Sight and Sound Theater. I was waiting for uh, Jesus and all the disciples to come walking out or something. It was amazing. Uh, you did a fantastic job. And uh, it is so good to be here. I dearly love and appreciate your pastor, your pastor's wife and family. And they are a gift from God to this church and to this district. Why don't we just give them a hand of appreciation. Uh, we love Brother and Sister Dornbach. And uh, I, I'm so, so thankful for this time away. It's ordered of the Lord. It's God-ordained. 
and uh, thank you for uh, giving them that freedom to go take care of themselves so they can take care of you. Amen. Uh, God gave us pastors and teachers. Uh, I, I say that, that uh, pastors and teachers are the gift of the church, and the church is the gift of the pastor. And how we treat God's gift is a reflection on our relationship with the giver. And so thank you for taking good care of your pastor, because I know he takes good care of you. Amen? Luke chapter number 13, beginning in verse number 10, the Bible says that he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately, somebody say immediately. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Uh, it'd be all right with me if the Lord would just do an immediately work for somebody today. Hallelujah, I don't care if it's been 18 years, God could do an immediately work in this house today, and you could be leaving this house glorifying God, not because of what I did, but because of what Jesus did for you. Why don't you give Jesus a hand clap of praise and a shout of victory in this house today in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that your work and your will would be accomplished in us today and through us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And you may be seated. I'm glad that Jesus did not come simply to help us cope. He came so that we could change. He came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Praise God. How many think Jesus is awesome today? How many believe that Jesus can do anything? How many believe that Jesus can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us? I wonder what would happen today if we just released the power of the Holy Ghost on this Sunday morning. I wonder what kind of miracles would happen in this place today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. There's a miracle here today. There's an outpouring here today. There's a deliverance in this house today because that's what Jesus does. Amen. A few weeks ago, I was preaching in Missouri in a church, and, and in the altar service, there was a lady who had come in a, on, on a walker, and uh, she made her way to the altar. And uh, throughout the altar service, she just kind of held on to the, to the side of the building as she, she stood there and uh, began to pray and prayed for, for quite a long time, and different ones prayed for her, and then finally uh, one of the ladies of the church took her, and they began to walk across the front of the building and, and walk back, and, and, uh, and God began to touch her, and she got about right here, and the Holy Ghost was just, just all over her. Hallelujah. Let me know what I'm talking about. It's here today. It's all over, it's all over this house. 
It's all over this house today. Hallelujah. There's that atmosphere. There's that expectation. You know what? God's fixing to do something for me. God's fixing to do something for my spouse, my friend, my child. And uh, I I didn't know her story at all. It's my first time to ever preach there. And and, uh, she was worshiping God and tears were streaming down her face. And and, uh, come to find out, three years prior, there had been uh, sickness, illness, accident. I don't know all the circumstances, but for three years she had been uh, unable to walk unassisted. For three years she had been unable to sleep in a bed. For three three years she had been bedfast for a period of time and she had advanced to a walker, but she was dependent upon somebody else. But the Holy Ghost touched her that night. Hallelujah, the Holy Ghost touched her that night. And, and uh, she stood here in front of the stairs and she... She said, the Lord has touched me tonight. She said, in three years, I haven't walked up any stairs. And, and I, I can't on my own, but I believe God's touched me tonight. And, uh, and i, I got to admit, I, I was kind of positioning myself. Uh, my, my doubt was kind of trying to creep in on me. I, I, I didn't really know what was going on, but she walked up on that platform. And then she turned around and walked back down. And the church began to praise God and thank God as she was standing there all by herself. He's in a miracle. He's a miracle worker. He's in the miracle working business. Hallelujah. She said, I've been on a walker. She said, I love to throw my head back and praise God. I'm just going to see if I can do that without falling over. She leaned back, lifted her hands up, began to praise God. It gets better. And then she says, I'm going to touch my toes. I said, man, this is going to be a miracle. I can't even touch my toes. Of course, they're a little further down there than most. She reached down and she touched her toes and got back up and we began to worship and praise God. I'm thankful for the power of Jesus Christ. He's still a miracle working God. Somebody clap your hands and praise him right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many are thankful he didn't leave you in your sins, but he pulled you out. He cleans you up. He put his spirit inside of you. He put his name upon your life, and you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away, and all things have become new. Amen. Had a man in my church. He got the Holy Ghost in the in the penitentiary, in the hole, solitary confinement. Started repenting of his sins, calling upon the Lord, and God filled him with the Holy Ghost in prison. I'm glad there's no restriction to the power of God to change a life. Doesn't matter where they are. Doesn't matter what they're going through. Doesn't matter. Uh, what their past is, doesn't matter how long it's been, Jesus can help us change and be changed into his image. That's what the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, the death, burial, and resurrection can do. I still believe in the power of God to change a life. Got out of prison, came to church, court mandated to go to classes. He had to stand up and say, I've always been this, always will be this. And I thank God for every class, every program that helps us to to, to, to change our behavior and, and, and the, 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 influ- the emphasis not upon the class. It's upon his conviction. And he, he came back and said, you know what? I just have trouble standing up saying that I'm this because I believe God has delivered me. 
I said, well, just go talk to the teacher. Went to talk to the teacher. She said, you know what, why don't you just give your testimony at our next class about what the Lord's done for you. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for what the Lord has done for us. I think I ought to stop and have a praise break right now. If Jesus has changed your life, if Jesus has ever brought you out of darkness into this marvelous light, if Jesus has ever healed your body, if Jesus has ever touched your mind, if Jesus has ever washed away your sins, I think you ought to praise him right now from the bottom of your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus can and will do. He's no respecter of persons, but he's respecter of passions. He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Hallelujah. That's why I come to church with expectation. Because if he did it for me, he can do it for you. If he did it last week, he can do it this week. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. We sing a song about Jesus is here. I love it. But Jesus is not just interested in us acknowledging his presence. He wants us to let him use his power on our behalf. Amen? Luke chapter 4, Jesus shows up at his hometown, Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And the service leader dutifully recognized that Jesus, the son of Joseph and Mary, is here today. We're so glad to have you. If it's your first time, you get a gift, go to the coffee shop. But since you're a returning guest, you just will have to leave empty-handed. Well, wouldn't it be nice if we had Jesus come read the scripture today? It was kind of their approach. We're glad that he's here. They didn't have any clue about the fire that was burning in the heart of Jesus. Because he had just walked out of the wilderness and the power of the Spirit. And he didn't, he didn't show up just to read. He didn't show up just to be acknowledged. He showed up so that he could transform them. By the power of who he was. And so they delivered him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. Imagine Jesus unrolling that scroll. And Jesus reading these words. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He closed the book and he gave it to the minister and he sat down 
And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. You've been praying for it. You've been prophesying it. You've been expecting it. But now Messiah has come and I am is here to do a mighty work. God help me and God help us that when what we've been praying for, what we've been prophesying, what we've been expecting shows up, we recognize our moment and allow Jesus to do what Jesus wants to do. Hallelujah. I don't want to be like that church in Acts 12 that was praying for the release of Peter. And Peter is delivered from prison and is knocking on the door. And they said, well, it must be his ghost. kidding me? You're having a prayer meeting and God answers your prayer and your faith won't expand enough to receive the fact that God's standing at the door saying, I'm here. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad he's here today? There's revival here today. There's deliverance in this house. Hallelujah. There's blessing and there's favor. Somebody just needs to open the door and say, This day is the scripture fulfilled in my ears. Jesus, I give you permission to do whatever you want. Hallelujah. When Jesus read and sat down and said, I'm, I'm, I'm who you're looking for. What kind of revival could have broken out in Nazareth? Hallelujah. Oh, my gosh. Hallelujah. What a missed opportunity. The Bible says they tried to kill him instead of encourage him. Hallelujah. I've been guilty of killing what God wants to do instead of encouraging what God wants to do. Well, that was nice, Jesus. Thank you for reading, but we're going to go on and do what we want to do. I know it didn't happen to you, but it happens to me every now and then. Hallelujah. You know what? On this Sunday morning, God has put us here. God has put us in this place together. He has made us sit together in heavenly places. Hallelujah. And he's not here today just for us to say he was here, and we saw him, and we felt him, and the praise team did awesome, and and the Bible teacher did awesome, but he is here today to transform every one of us and to connect with us and to interact with our hearts and interact with our spirits so that there is something that happens today. It becomes a pivot point in the spirit. It becomes a pivot point in our life. Hallelujah. But the choice is yours, and the choice is mine. Hallelujah. To either kill 
know what he desires to do or encourage what he wants to do and say, today is the day of my salvation. Today is the day of my breakthrough. Today is the day that the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I wish somebody praise him right now. I wish somebody cry out to him. I wish somebody would lift Jesus up. Amen. The text that I read to you today, we find Jesus in another synagogue, and he's poised once again to work a miracle. Hallelujah. He's ready. But in that service, on the periphery, on the outskirts, looking in, desirous, needy, was a woman who had been bowed together with the spirit of infirmity for 18 years. And the Bible says that she could in no wise lift up herself. If she could have, she would have. But she couldn't. Sometimes we come to the house of God with things that we desire, we want. We just can't do it on our own. We are essentially helpless. She wasn't that way because she wanted to be that way. She wasn't that way because of lack of trying. She was bound by the spirit of infirmity. Everybody says she was helpless. You know, we live in a self-help culture. Just go to YouTube and put in self-help videos and see how many hits you get. There's a, there's a video for everything. Several years ago, my wife and I bought a new house, and uh, new, new to us, but it needed some work. And just She said, you know what, I don't really like the cabinets. I think I'm going to redo the cabinets. Struck fear in my heart. I've never redone cabinets. She's never redone cabinets. I said, well, you know, are you sure you can? She said, yeah, I've watched a YouTube video. I said, okay. I said, here's the deal. You can do it, but it's your deal. And however they turn out, that's how they turn out. We're not buying new cabinets, but if you want to refinish them, it's, it's go for it. My wife's amazing. You know, she's very creative, very detailed, very organized. And, and man, she started taking those cabinets apart and she put, she put stickers on every one of them. She numbered all the doors and the drawers and she took all the components and she put them in little baggies. And man, I just, I'd have put everything in a bucket. And I'd have figured it out later. And that's why I'm not refinishing cabinets. It was amazing. They were beautiful. Builder friend of mine, he said, I'll hire her to do, do that in several other houses. He says, no, we're done. It took four or five weeks. She followed every step. I'm like, why do you have to do another step? Well, it's called, the YouTube said to do it this way. A couple months later, our dryer quit working. And I thought, if she can, I can. 
found me a YouTube video. I found the model. I ordered the part. I took my tools, took my favorite tool, the hammer. And I went to work on that dryer. Finally, I called her down for the final inspection. Look what I did. Tell me how great I am. She said, does it work? Yes. She said, well, what's that duct tape doing around the front of it? I had to duct tape it back together. What are you all laughing at? can't put it together with duct tape or bailing wire, it just can't be fixed. And super glue. Sometimes I'm that way with my life. I'm going to figure it out. Finally we say, well, the only thing we can do about it now is pray. Why didn't you start with that? Why didn't you start with the fact, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to do it, I don't have the strength to do it, I want to help myself, but I'm helpless. A revelation of our own helplessness will be a great first step in releasing the miraculous into our own life. I'm going to figure it out. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you, me, can do nothing. Hallelujah. If I can have a revelation of my own nothingness, my own helplessness, hallelujah, then I will be open and ready to realize that every good gift and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father above, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning, and everything that I need to survive is in Jesus. And if I can just plug into Jesus and say, Jesus, I'll do whatever you tell me to do, but I'm relying upon you to walk me through where I'm at right now. Because in my helplessness, though I may be helpless, I am not hopeless. Hallelujah. And the... And the enemy has tried to push you down. The enemy has tried to discourage you. The enemy has tried to tell you, amen, oh, you haven't been able to figure it out. You haven't been able to have a breakthrough. But the Holy Ghost says, I, amen, I am your help and I am your hope. And my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Hallelujah. I think sometimes God just allows us to be weak. So I remember that I am helpless and he is my hope. 
Because if not, I have a tendency to think I've done it on my own strength. I've done it on my own intellect. I've done it on my own might. But at the end of the day, I can do nothing and I am helpless and my God is everything. He is my strength. He is my help. He is my God. He is my strong tower. And I run to him. Lift your hands and praise him right now. He's here to help us today. He's here to hold you today. He's here to encourage you today. He's here to lift you up today. Hallelujah. The answer for some of us today is to quit trying to fix our own problems by ourselves and simply admit our own helplessness. Jesus can fix my sin problem. Jesus can heal my body. Jesus can heal your marriage. Jesus can deliver you from your addiction. Jesus can navigate your ship through the storm. Jesus can speak peace, be still. When the wind rages and the night is dark, And Jesus can multiply the bread and the fish when you're overwhelmed by your need to provide and your lack of provision. Jesus came to Mary and Martha and he wept with them because he cares about the tragedies of our life. And he said to them, roll away the stone. And the response to him was, Jesus, he's been dead four days, and he stinketh. Let's not go there, Jesus. Let's not talk about it, Jesus. Let's just look forward to the resurrection. But Jesus said, if you'll do what you can do, you'll release me to do what you can't do. You know, sometimes the only thing you need to get a miracle is to, is to, to admit that your marriage stinks, your life stinks, your job stinks, your walk with God stinks. As opposed to keeping it hidden. As opposed to bringing more spices and more fragrance to try to disguise how bad it really is. Jesus said there were two men in the temple, and one was a crazy man beating his breast, saying, God, forgive me, I'm a sinner. There was another man on the other side who said, thank God I'm not like that man. Jesus said, you, you, you want to know who's going to go down justified? The person that's just honest with God. You know what? He knows it anyway. If you're mad at God, tell God that. If you're wrestling with your life, tell God that. If you're, God, God's not going to throw you out because you share your heart. But you will release Him to heal you. You'll release Him to help you. You will release Him to come alongside you. And Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Because somebody said, I'm just going to move out of the way. And I'm going to let Jesus do what Jesus 
does. 18 years. And Jesus sees her. If anybody had an excuse to stay home, it was that woman. Disabled. Bowed together. The fact that the Bible says 18 years, I think, indicates that maybe there was an incident. Maybe there was an accident. Maybe maybe she suffered at the hands of a soldier. I, I, I don't know. The Bible doesn't say, but it does tell us for 18 years. Something had happened. She was bowed together. Most people looked at her and said, what's she doing here today? Why'd she come? There was something in her heart that must have said that maybe today is my day. Don't be discouraged because you didn't get your miracle last week. It didn't happen when you thought it was going to happen. Because Jesus sees you where you are. And he's calling all of us today to come closer to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He called her to him. Seems a little insensitive to me. Why would Jesus ask the woman who's bowed together for 18 years to come to him when he could have gone to her? answer I would propose today is that sometimes there has to be something that just indicates our faith not our feelings because our feelings will deceive us but simply says Lord I'm just going to take a step of faith and I'm going to respond to your voice and I'm going to take a step towards you and I'm going to leave whatever happens in your hand the problem lies in the fact that many of us disqualify ourselves and Say, well, I'll figure it out, or I've dealt with it for 18 years. I can deal with another 18, or, 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 or what are they going to say about me? Or, and and we all we all have those mind monsters. Every one of us, from this preacher to our first time guest that may be here today, the enemy tells us so many lies that we're trying to to work through. But our focus has to be on the voice of invitation. It says, come here. He called her to him. And here she comes. Bowed together for 18 years. Hallelujah. But that day was a day of miracles. Woo! Hallelujah. Woman, thou art loose. From the spirit of infirmity. That spirit that tries to bow you down. That spirit that robs you of your joy. That spirit that robs you of your faith. That spirit that robs you of your future. I feel deliverance as strong in this place as I have felt it anywhere. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And sometimes God will touch us in our mind 
before he'll ever touch us in our body or in our circumstance or in our situation. And he'll release us from the things that have held us captive in our mind so that we can then release him to touch us in our circumstance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to just close your eyes and lift your voice to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. I pray for complete deliverance from the spirit of infirmity. Hallelujah. I admit that I am helpless. I admit that I don't have the strength to do what I need to do. I admit that I can on my own do nothing. Hallelujah, but I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I pray the strength of the Lord right now into your mind. I pray the strength of the Lord right now into your emotions. Hallelujah. I bind every hindering spirit and I cast it out in Jesus' name. There is no weapon that is formed against you that is going to prosper. Hallelujah. Because greater, greater, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. I want you to thank God for it right now. I want you to thank God. I'm being delivered. I'm being delivered. I'm being delivered right now. Hallelujah. I'm delivered from that voice that says I'll never make it. I'm delivered from that voice that says I'll never be happy. I'm delivered from that voice that says I have no purpose. I'm delivered from that voice that says I have no place. I am a son. I am a daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and he died for me. He loves me. I am helpless but he is my hope. He is my king. He is my strong tower. He is my refuge. He Hallelujah. Somebody bless the Lord right now. Somebody lift your voice to Jesus right now. He is setting me free. He is setting you free. In the name of Jesus. Stand with me right now. The Holy Ghost is in this house. The Holy Ghost is in this house. The Holy Ghost is in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to me carefully. After he delivered her from the spirit of infirmity. She was still bowed together. Because sometimes the, the miracle starts in our mind and our spirit. Before it's revealed in the circumstance that we're facing. Because after she was delivered from the spirit of infirmity, he laid his hands on her. And immediately, she was made straight. 
You see, God releases us from the spirit of infirmity so that we can trust him enough to touch our brokenness. Because when you've been hurt, when you've been disappointed, when you've dealt with something for 18 years, your survival instinct causes you to involuntarily recoil. You can talk to me, but don't touch me. Sometimes that carries over in our walk with God. God will speak to us just like he just did. And the spirit of infirmity will, leap, will, leap, will lift. And God says, I want to heal you. I want to fix some things in your broken life and your broken emotions and broken heart, broken body and broken marriage and Folks, we're all broken people. We may dress up nice on Sunday, but sin left us broken, and Jesus is trying to put us back together. But we are growing in grace. You're not disqualified. You're not less than a man or woman of God because you're in process. But you've got to continually let God work in your life. Rachel, my daughter, keeps going back to that dentist, that orthodontist, because it's a process. And there's a tightening and more rubber bands, and then there's this and there's that. And you, you just keep coming back. Why? Because we're moving towards something, and we're going to get there. But you have to continually let the master work in your heart. And sometimes we don't want to go there. But he says, if you'll let me touch you, I can heal your brokenness. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful? Hallelujah. Ooh, there's a freedom in the Holy Ghost. There's a freedom in the touch of the master's hand. And with the gentle care of a savior, he touched her. He laid hands on her. And immediately, she was made straight. And glorify God. Do I have any saints of God could just testify to the power of Jesus that he, he took something in your life that was broken, it was twisted, but he made you straight, he helped you, he, he, he worked you through it. Can you just thank the Lord? This is a testimony because if he did it for us, he'll do it for somebody else. Hallelujah. 
Amen. How many came today? You need a miracle. You need a word from God. You need God to fix some things in your life, your family. Would you just raise your hand? Would you just be honest with me? Say, you know what? I, I just need direction today. I need the hope of the Lord. That's all right. Yeah, it's just, it's us. You're not joining the church. You're not, don't worry, I'm not going to call you out. Nothing's, nothing funny is going to happen to you. Nobody's going to pour any oil over your head. This is just, we're, all just, we're all just people. We're men and women, young people. We're all just trying to be who God wants us to be. We all are, are helpless people, but we're not hopeless, and we're trying to connect with the hope that God has for our situation. Amen. Would you have the courage right now just to step out from where you are and come and stand with me around the front of this building? Would you do that right now? I want to share a story with you as we close, and then we're going to pray. Hallelujah. I'm looking to my audiovisual help. Are we ready to go with that? Amen. Let me just set this up for a moment. I've never showed this video to any church. I was cleaning up my phone this week, and I ran across this video from 2012. It was a Sunday just like this Sunday. Just an ordinary day, but there's no ordinary day with Jesus because He knows your name and He knows what you need and He knows what miracle He desires to perform in your life. And even though I've never met you, He knew you before you were born and He says, i got a place card for you. And I pointed at you because I don't know you. Amen. There's a lot of others that I don't know either, but God knows you. She's all right, see. I don't know anybody that say, Lord, no, I don't want a blessing. I'm like over here, Jesus, dump it on me. I'll be the first to say, you know what, I'm helpless. And Brother Foster, we know he's helpless after his lesson today. His wife's holding his beer while he does whatever, I don't know. I asked sister, I said, how many times has that happened? And if you weren't here, you dismissed it, okay? It's, He did an awesome job today. And so, I've never seen this lady in my life that you're fixing to see on this video before she came that Sunday. She, she stayed in the back when the invitation came, and that's perfectly fine. If you're a guest here today, we're not here to pressure you. We're not here to make you uncomfortable. We're here today just to roll out the red carpet and say, hey, we're here to help. And God's here to help. But I noticed God was, I mean, she was really talking to the Lord. God did a miracle for her that day. I want you to, to hear about it. Go ahead. Okay, tell us what happened. December the 21st of 2012, the day the world was supposed to end, mine almost did. I broke both my wrists at the same time. Luckily, I guess God was looking out for me then too. I just didn't know it. But as of, to, as of tonight, when I walked through the door, I couldn't move this hand at all. I couldn't make a fist. I couldn't bend it. I couldn't twist it. Nothing. Your bones were fused? The bones were fused and locked and deformed in there to where you couldn't do anything with it. But God, come, I felt a feeling come from the top of my head down through my feet. You come over and lay hands on me, and it was like, oh, my goodness. Something busted loose in there, and it just started moving and bending and stopped hurting. It doesn't hurt no more. Hallelujah. There's no more pain. There's no need for anything. I don't need the operations the doctors are saying. 
It's well. Look, I can, I can do everything. I can go back to work now. I can support us. I, I can. Oh, well, thanks to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I got saved and baptized. And I'm proud. I'm proud to be a child of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not only was she healed, she repented of her sins. She was baptized in Jesus' name, and God filled her with the Holy Ghost. If you need something from God, would you lift your hands to heaven right now? Would you lift your head to heaven according to the Word of God and the power of the name Jesus? Receive ye a miracle in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to thank Him right now. I want you to begin to praise Him right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Ministers, if you would begin to work to the altar and begin to lay hands on those who have come, amen, we're going to believe God for a miracle right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Prayer team, ministry team, I want you to pray one for another right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He's no respecter of persons. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be loosed from the spirit of infirmity. I speak healing into your mind. I speak healing into your body. I speak healing into your home. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus.